Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we got a special, special guest. We have a legendary DJ turntablist in the building. Yep. Um, yo, he's been busy, busy, man. You may have seen him at Bass's Barbecue in Chicago. He recently did Nopa Slaps R&B and Ribs mm-hmm. with Jazzy Jeff. And he did Jazzy Jeff's uh, Twitch stream. He's he's actually frequently on, on uh, Jazzy Jeff's Twitch stream. He also has his own Twitch stream, which is amazing. And uh, he's a member, like, I've never seen this before. He's a member of three different I DJ know, right? crews. <laughs> yeah. Right? So he's a member of the Beat Junkies, Invisible Scratch Pickles, Triple Threat DJs, right? That's like being a part of the Avengers, like Justice League, and like Thundercats. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've never heard of that before. I know, man. You know, what do you call that shit in LA? Hood uh, hopper. Hood hopping. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> On top of that, he's a DMC champion, and he's one of the greatest to come out of the Bay. We have DJ Shortcut in the building. What's good? What up, y'all? What up? What up? What up, what up man? Thanks for having me, man. So you're here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're doing on the record. You're doing the Usher after party. Yeah, it's my first time. First time. Yeah. Really? First time doing it on the record. Yeah. Yeah, on the record. All, 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 the, all the rest of the crew, like uh, especially the beat junkies, they've done it, and I haven't been done it yet. Yeah, so done it yet. Yeah, but shit. Yeah, when was the last time you were in Vegas? Oh man, uh, maybe about a couple of months ago. I've been, um, you know, D Styles lives out here too. My, you know, from the pickles and yeah, yeah. junkies as well. So we're working on a new ISP album. Oh shit! So I, I'm, I come here on you know on my off days when I have nothing during the weekdays. Just come oh. out here. Damn man, oh, like so. I mean, this is quite a lineup, man. You've been busy, busy. Even when you came in, you're like, yo, I just came back from Kansas City. I came back from this. I came back from that. Yeah man, it's been a busy fucking month for you. Busy, busy year, right? Busy year, yeah. Is this maybe the busiest you've been, or like have you been busy since busiest since lockdown like every, since everything opened up again really yeah like, like my first international tour was like right before um, right before New Year's mm. and I was I was out for like three weeks shit how was, international how was, tour by the way yeah just let that say yeah, did new, I did Dubai on New Year's from Dubai I went to Manila then Japan then damn where else Sam how long Singapore. were you gone how long were three you weeks gone? three weeks mm-hmm. damn man. then stayed home for another couple of weeks then went back to Asia so, so wait, when you're traveling, you went to Dubai, you went to Manila. Manila right after that, yeah. And then you went to Japan? Mm-hmm. So what are you playing? Oh, sorry, in, in Vietnam. In Vietnam. Vietnam, then Japan. All right, so. <laughs> sorry, I, I got to remember myself. No, it's cool, it's cool. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, Singapore. Oh, I was. I went to Singapore right after Japan. Really? Yeah, man. Are you making this shit up? I you just add, you're just adding <laughs> countries and cities. Check, to check, out, check out my Instagram, man. It's like, it's one after another. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, so you do, do you like traveling like that or is it like exhausting for you? It's starting to get exhausting, you know? A I'm little not, bit. I'm not like in my 20s anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah, but yeah. it's, it's cool. Yo, I mean, I'm just grateful that cats still want to book me and I'm still like being able to go to these countries so what, what are you playing are you playing something different in every city yeah, are, you, it, are you bringing 45s with you it depends because like, I'm wondering every city wants a different thing mm-hmm. like what's this, we want a vinyl set in Singapore you know and well all you know what? I, I gotta say this I think being with you know streaming on Twitch yeah opened me up to a whole bunch of you know because I do a different theme every night that I'm on Mm. So it kind of got me open to you know a lot of people like oh man I never knew you had this that you knew how to play by the house. way yeah, yeah. You know I mean like so I've been I got booked for like just pure house you're something. really versatile yeah try to be and you you probably have one of the best dancehall sets that I've heard on Twitch oh thank you right. yeah and yeah. it's shocking to me because you're from the West Coast and not a lot of West Coast heads like can do like a really deep no. kind of like dancehall set like oh that man you know. I, 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 
I could be wrong. Maybe I'm no, not no, exposed. I, think, I, I mean, think there's a lot. Right. There's a lot of sound systems from the West Coast too. Yeah. You know I mean, like you know, I didn't it, know that. Yeah, I, I mean, especially you know, especially in the Bay Area, like, uh, um, but just coming up in the Bay, especially, you know, it's just. I don't know. I've just been a dance hall head since the early 90s. Wait, when was was it from your visit, first time you visited New York in 93? Yeah. You became like a yeah. reggae head. Yeah, me and D, I remember it clearly. You know, I was talking to D-Styles about it too, like before I came here. Like, you remember we went to uh, we went to Brooklyn? We went to Beach Street Records and we heard um, Cuddy Ranks was playing. Mm. Uh, Hussein Medun. It was yeah. over the, uh, over the bomb, the bomb rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, with the switch ups, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were just like, what is this shit? You know I mean, because before that, all I knew was just like you know, reggae, reggae. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't into, I wasn't immersed into dance hall yet. And then you were starting to hear like that whole Salam Remy era of like oh, hip hop yeah. and, uh, and the and bridge of dance hall like, mm-hmm. mixing together. together. Yeah, everything, yeah. all the Bobby Condor stuff. Everything yeah. that was on Massive B and right. stuff. So it's like, I just got exposed to a lot of that. I'm 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 cool with like Jamalski, who lived in the Bay Area for a, mm-hmm. bit, so a little bit. Jamalski. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think especially with dance hall. I got into it more because I just to know the roots of what dance hall came from as far as the sound system scene. Yeah, yeah. I came from sound system. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I, we were, you know, never did some research and we we're and we we're looking at it, and you came up in like in the eighties, right? Yeah, just too hype. Yeah, that was the thing. My 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 mobile DJ crew and um, yeah, no. Wait, so how? Like, so like like paint the picture. Like, I never we were like talking about this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Like, how was hip-hop in the Bay back in the 80s? The 80s, okay. Because you must have been, like, 12, 13 years old when you started. I started when I was 13, um, and when I started, the Bay Area specifically had a a big, rich mobile sound system scene. Like, they were at point, when I got in the game, there was about 100 crews. Damn, really? In the Bay. I'll give you an example. Qbert was part of Livestock Productions. Mixmaster Mike was part of High Tech Sounds. DJ Apollo was part of Unlimited Sounds. So like, also, you know what I mean, there's like, a lot of there's maybe like a lot of younger DJs who know don't know what sound systems are. Okay, so, uh, yeah. so let me paint the picture for you guys. Yeah, and because I want to know where this came from. Like, where did these Caribbean, where this Caribbean influence well, come from? Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing: we never. E- and we was ne- it only Filipino sound systems? It was. A, it was. A, it was predominantly Filipino. Really? And. From um, I met the first sound system from the, from, from the Bay Area, the Filipino sound system, and in '78 they started, and they were into they played disco and metal. Mm. Oh, because Metallica is from the Bay. Yeah, well, just I mean, just well, they were really into metal and you know rock, yeah, like, but, heavy, but, like like hard rock stuff. Right, you know what I mean? Oh, and those sound systems, they were telling me like they just wanted to replicate what they saw at the concerts. So I'll give yeah. you an example. Like the first sound system was called Electric Sounds, and what were they saying? They, um, yeah, we used to fill up a car rim with uh, concrete, stick a pole in it, mm-hmm. so the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then just put a chain from either one side just so they could hang the fucking um, the, the mirror ball. Because oh, wow. there was no trust back then. You know? There was no like DJ stores you could buy trust or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they would steal like, the, the flashing lights from like the hazard signs for like a disco light. Uh, for pyrotechnics, they'd fucking fill up a, a coffee can with like gunpowder or something and just mm-hmm. throw a match, match in there and it, you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. just to kind of <laughs> like I said just to rep, replicate what they saw at the concerts yeah mm-hmm. anyway let, so let's explain the sound systems to these younger yeah. DJs yeah so basically a sound system is like a crew mm-hmm. that has their own amp and speakers yes. and DJ equipment it's like right. towers and it's, and they kind of battle each other's right yes and they, the battles are like clashes right it's like clashes so I'll give you, I'll give you the scenario pick a, a, a ballroom at a, at a hotel yeah Four corners of the room, or four you know, parts of the room, 
each crew has their individual sound system in a koala speakers, their own light setup, and their featured DJ. And each DJ would get about like 15, 20 minutes to just rock. Really? This happened? This happened. Really? Have you ever heard of this? Frank Juice. I mean, they used to do this in the Bronx also. Did yeah. they? Mm-hmm. In, in like a room though? In like a gymnasium? In like a community center? Yep. Oh, so, community like, center, so in all four corners, there's four different crews. Oh, 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 um, a gym, a high school gym. Really? Gym, yeah. high school gym. I've never heard of that in yeah. New York either. Yeah. Really? In the Bronx, crazy. yeah. And, and then what, so there was, I'm, I'm thinking there's a couple criterias that like, that claim the winners of the, of the clash, mm-hmm. right? So it would be how loud and and clear were your sound system, right? Yeah. And then the selection of records, maybe. Of course. And then at the time, did they, did you guys even have like a like an MC? You or had something? To. Some did. Some did. Like Hubert's crew, he had a, he had a, his own his, his own MC. And then did did like dancers or breakers come into play or not really? Early the the early uh, sound clashes or you know battle DJ battles or so- showcases they would yeah. have like you know b boy circles and stuff. So the b boys would be attached to the sound system. No, no. They, they, okay, they okay, just, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So whoever was hot, yeah, hot, yeah. But when I got into it, the music that I well that was pre- uh, predominant was mostly Miami based and freestyle music. Mm. So that's how I came in. Game like that was that was a big music like not even like hip hop hip hop maybe if for hip hop yeah. for hip hop maybe like everything that was Mantronics based okay because that was like mostly electronic hip-hop. yeah so then were motherfuckers trying to like rig their amps so it got louder and like like hook up more speakers did that it mattered yeah. how loud much louder it was I right? mean you know just the who had the wall of quakes you know uh, certain Vega earthquakes so on top crazy. of that with the horns on top of that but then on top of that they would have a whole truss system with just lights and. It was just you know it was just who had the the, the illest setup. Right. I'll give you an example. You know how uh, you know the Asian scene definitely kind of branched off into some like you know the car shows, the low import, like the import. Yeah. yeah. Before that, they were all DJs. That was the transition. Before all that happened, everyone was a part of a DJ crew. So then the sound system moved to like the cars, and then the cars bumping the shit pretty much. Pretty the, much. And the subs in the cars at that but, point. You know, and then you know how they had car crews. Those car crews before they became car crews was well, a lot of them were part of DJ crews. Really? Yeah. So, Interesting. You know I mean? So like you know, for me, I, I started what in junior high, and then it was just me and, and the and the and the and the homies coming together, going to someone's garage, mm-hmm. setting up all the stuff, and um, yeah, just you know, everyone just accumulated. Equipment. So, is did it, you ever have to worry about getting robbed, or was it safe? Oh yeah, I got. I didn't get jumped, but I, you know, someone was trying to stick me for like, damn, what was that at one time? Um, for just gig money at the very end of the night. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, that's happened a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for those of, you know, for the youngins listening right now, we had house parties, we had garage parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's unheard of now. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, can you imagine like a you know, your, someone's family opening up a, your, their their garage to so a bunch of like kids who you know, especially if they crash the party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that was the big thing. You know what I mean? So so during these sound system clashes, right? How old are you? You're like 11, 12? 13. 13? Yeah. And you're running with like some older kids? Uh, a couple. I, a couple I I didn't get with my first like crew till I was like about fifteen. So did you win any of the clashes or no? Later on, like um. So what? Like what? Was there money on the line or some? Or was yeah. it just respect? Um. Yeah. So the the way it was for some of the crews back then is, if you won one of those big dances, yeah, you're if you're if you're, you know oh, Cubert uh, from a Lifestyle, they won the battle, they won the clash, they would get the gigs, they would get the the the, the school parties, oh. the weddings, 
you know so what I'm saying? So the 18th they, birthday parties. So they got the bragging rights, but then they got all the, they reaped the all the benefits yeah. from the gigs. Yeah, like, oh, we got the winners from that dance. Now they're going to do so our party. So then the next battle, you're like, yo, we want to beat them so we could get all the next parties. Yeah, oh. that's, how pe- that's how people got work. Oh, shit. And, you know, mind you, we're like not even 18 yet, but a lot of us are, are dealing with, with like schools just to, you know, it taught us like the business business part of it, like, yeah. how to, you know, mm-hmm. getting paid and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Did, never, did you is that the same thing in New York too almost or not really or not it? not like that no definitely not like that it's not like that right nah so then it's just, it was in New York it was more like bragging rights it was just bragging rights yeah no one got the weddings in New York they, they wasn't, yeah, they wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't there was no wedding time in New York there DJs for weddings you, back you, in the day you got all the barbecues at the boys club after <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yo you was down with them there was always a jam at the boys club yeah, yeah definitely yep. yo so oh, that's so crazy so wait so, but how did you get into all of this shit? Because I know you started DJing very early, like 11, right? Yeah. Well, you know, just going to my first, like, garage party, seeing a DJ set up. It was like a little mini rock concert inside of someone's garage. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Like a miniature size of, like, what I was telling you, like, speakers, lights set up and all that stuff. I was and like, yeah, that looks crazy. Like, and, and, and everything's revolved around that one DJ. You know yeah. what I mean? So what did you like about it? I'm curious. Did you like that the DJ was controlling shit? Did you like... Just, just the, you know, I think um, my first school dance is when I really got into it. Like, you know, I was there early. I didn't know what to expect. It was like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I just like seeing the DJ set up and I was like, damn, you guys are set up for like, what's, what's, what's about to happen here? Is someone about to rap or sing or something? But it was just the DJ set up in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. uh, and I was just like, you know, I was just on the side just watching the whole, the whole night. night right? Yeah, just, just tripping out. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. What's he doing? Like, you know, commanding the crowd, playing certain songs and making everyone dance kind of thing. It's so interesting because every DJ I talk to, they're always the they're always the the little kid that was on the side watching the yep. DJ all night. Oh, yeah. You was, were I, you was that? I was one of them little kids. I was one of those kids. <laughs> I remember I had a girl, like a, a little girlfriend at the time. She's like, why are you just watching the DJ the whole time? It's Come just, dance with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to stand and watch um, DJ AJ Scratch. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to stand and watch it until the, it got dark. My mom used to call me like, "It's time to get home. Time to go home now." And I was just like, "Come on, let me stay out. Let me stay out." Like, nope, nope. I mean, and yeah. I have to listen. Well, I was able to listen to it from my window, so I was still hearing it. I just wasn't there. But it was intriguing, right? Like, Definitely. Like, you're like, Damn, like, what, 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 what is this guy doing to just command that crowd? Like exactly, that? right? Yeah. You know, and honestly, too, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a kind of communal thing. Like, you know, on Saturday mornings, that's when you and your uncle or your dad, you guys would go to the, um, the hardware store to make like the bass cabs or the light switches or just even the coffin that hold, held the turntables. Like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of custom work was kind of in there. Yeah, so yeah. Like, who made the, who made the ill setups? Yeah, or, because you wanted to be different from everybody. That's what everyone was trying to do. Like, yeah. you know, every every crew had their own like light box that had their logo on it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a thing. Too. Unlike now, when everyone wants to kind of be the same, following everybody else. <laughs> yeah, individually, individuality back then was just like that was, was the thing. so important. So yo. important. Yeah, that's so why you important. stood out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. So, like, wait. So then, this evolved to you. Like, how did this evolve to you becoming like? Because it sounds like you were. Like kind of starting as an initial party rocker, yeah, club yeah. DJ. Well, you know that's you know being part of the mobile scene. We didn't have we didn't just play for our peers. We had to play for we played like fiftieth or sixty sixty year old birthday parties where we had to play fifties music. And this is mostly like Filipino communities or all everything, kinds of genres, everything, every kind of ethnicities, everything. Oh, wow. We had to be prepared. That's why I learned a lot of soul early 
or even like the or the like the sixties stuff, like and, Motown. Like and, you know and I mean? Qbert was in your community. He was in your yeah. Circle. He was a, he was a big he was a the big name when I was when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him and Apollo. even at that time he was the big name. He Apollo was, was the big man. Apollo. Yeah, Apollo was like our, our, our kid Capri. Really? Yeah. Like if Apollo was doing your party, oh shit, Apollo's doing the party like that. Wow. And then you know Q didn't. I, I knew Q was just the big scratcher dude. No, at yeah, the time, yeah. yeah, I never heard him rock party. Even even in, from the beginning, he from was the beginning, a big yeah, yeah, insane. Him and him and Mix Master Mike were the scratch guys, but Apollo was the one who commanded the the party. So that that's why I'm Apollo's my mentor. I, I credit a lot of like what I do now to DJ Apollo. Mm. Do you consider yourself like a turntablist? At heart, yeah. At heart, but I'm a DJ first and foremost. You're a DJ first and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think out of all the like you know because you're in so many different crews and you you kind of kind of bounce around everywhere mm. but you seem the most well i mean i don't want to judge anything but you seem like the more diverse. well-rounded and diverse like dj who can who's like who has a turntablist background but you can like party rock well a little, for me know? like the turntablist i mean i'm grateful that's how i came up in the scene yeah yeah but that's just my spice you know what i mean that's I, right that's a, you know as far as like rocking or doing doubles or kind of cutting up over while i party rock but i credit my 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 foundations from my, my, my mobile DJ scene, my, my, my background from, from being a mobile DJ because I had to learn so many genres of music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that just like now to carries on till today, man, if I just stuck to one kind of vibe, I'd be bored. Right. You know what I'm saying? So wait, you're going to Dubai, you're going to Japan, mm-hmm. uh, Vietnam and all these places. Like what, I want to know the experience of like, the, how are you getting these bookings? It's all from the Twitch, pretty much. No, that, no, no. Someone, it's like someone's way relationships, before, yes. right? Relationships, you know. Like, where did the exposure from Twitch? Where did that lead to, pretty much? People who ha- who throw different theme parties, yeah, and who've seen my Twitch stream, yeah, because book me for that. Like, yeah, never. We were, you were talking about that. That it seemed like he was doing all of these theme parties. Every different, every day was like a different <laughs> theme. Like you would do forty fives one day, mm-hmm. you would do reggae one day. House one day. No, but even the events that he's doing now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, heavily definitely. Dinged, yeah, I was right? looking like through your um, IGs. Um, I was noticing like you had flyers for like every different genre of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yo, it wasn't. It's I'll go like, as far as I did. A, I did a yacht rock cruise, man. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> but you weren't doing shit like that before. No, 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 not at all. I mean, I, you know, when I usually do um, sets before, like before lockdown, I was kind of open format where I play a little bit of everything. Right. You know what I mean? But like, 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 like on some club shit. But like so, because of Twitch, you're able to like do all these different genres of music, different parties. But these theme they, they parties, they paid to do different parties. Yeah, well, yeah, because of Twitch, he's doing all these theme parties. Theme parties, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, so like, did these parties exist a lot more before no, Twitch? Not for me. I mean, they existed. They, they did I, exist. I, but I think people, a lot of people, didn't know that I play a lot of. I, I think Twitch exposed me to a lot of people that. I didn't know you knew how to play this or that. Right, And that's when people started booking me for different things. That's crazy. Oh, man, I'm thankful. You know what I mean? Like, it it opened up a lot of doors. Like, you know what's funny? um, I was telling my my boy, like, my top three streams are not hip-hop on Twitch that people watch me for, which is so weird to me, but I mean, like... Yeah, because hip-hop's kind of oversaturated. Yeah. I mean, it depends what you what, what what kind of hip hop are we talking about, right? So, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. But so. even, even it doesn't matter because they're all kind of oversaturated, right? Yeah. Because everyone's mm-hmm. doing like some type of club, twerk or like nineties backpack or exactly. like, you know boom whatever. bap, right? Yeah. So it's like they, everyone's covering all bases mm-hmm. yeah. on that. 
keeps me interested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keeps me like not bored. Of, you know what I mean? Like I said, if I stuck to one thing, I'd probably be bored. Before the pandemic, was you doing like events with 45s, like all vinyl sets? Yeah, I'm also part of a crew called the 45 Sessions. No, another one, huh? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> How did you, you know? You know so wait, so it's like the Avengers, the Justice League. <laughs> The Thundercats, and sometimes and, a transformer. Wait, oh, no, 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 and now uh, Voltron, Voltron, right? I mean, you know, I mean, there's, you know, I mean, I'm about to say DC, <laughs> yeah, Justice League. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of 45 crews around the world, like you know, Mobile Monday, New York, Fresh 45 guys in Dallas, the, yeah, yeah. In, in Europe, there's a um, the, the Dusty Donuts crew. Mm -hmm. Just there's a bunch of us who just are just 45. Cool we're just 45 nerds, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and we just love that shit. So it's like, have you always been a 45 nerd? Or yeah, man, yeah. Collecting it since I was a kid. Yo, I'm, I'm wondering in the Bay, I, was it very small? Like, was like, did you know of Franzen coming up on the radio? And oh all yeah, that yeah, shit? of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when I'm, you know, we me, me and Franzen would DJ a lot of parties together. Really? Oh, oh yeah. shit! Sure. Yeah, ask him. He knows. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, while he was on the radio, when he was still, uh, yeah, because he, he's younger than you, right? A little? Yeah, he's a little younger than me. A little younger? Yeah, not too young, but he's younger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my brother right there, man. Yeah, shout, shout out to Franzen. That's crazy. So like, but you guys have like kind of completely two different paths. Right, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, he you know, he definitely, you know, he's. I mean, he was on the radio heavy when I was still, you know, DJing around the bay, right? Yeah. But um, but he always knew what time it was with music, right? So, and it shows on his Twitch streams, like when he goes on to when he plays like the non, you know, radio or commercial stuff. He'll play like deep soul stuff, or mm -hmm. he'll do a slow jam night or whatever. Like he he knows his music. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I think that's also like you know being from the bay. I don't know. We just we just. I would think y'all would be like with two different sides of town. Like you was like more of a turntablist and him more being like a, a hip hop. Yo, DJ. he always. He, I think he came over to the house a couple of times so we could cut it up. I mean, he's just he's, he's actually, yeah. Friends is kind of nasty with the yeah, cuts. He's, yeah. he's really like yeah, he's, he's into it. Yeah, he's into what it. What I like about Friends and he doesn't overdo it. Uh -huh. Like he'll just, just he'll just sprinkle enough. in just, just to enough you, just to, just to let you know like don't fuck don't not, fuck with me. We get busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he's fucking nasty. Yeah. How, how do you like so like. You've been doing R&B and ribs. You did that with Jazzy mm -hmm. Jeff. Mm -hmm. That's a, a that's a, like a, a great party that's emerging. From that was the my band. first. That was my first one. How did you How did you like it? That's dope, man. I was like, it's been, dope. yeah, just the just the vibe was great. It was you know the Sunday afternoon, um, just to be able to hook up with Jeff and you know when Jeff comes to the Bay Area, we always do a two two by four set. Mm. So it was, it was so you guys did a two by four. Yeah, yeah we did a two. Wow. By, we ended off with a two by four. And then you did Scratch Bastard's barbecue in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And then like, so I'm always wondering, you you and Scratch Bastard and Jazzy Jeff, probably and like Melody, you guys are kind of always like in each other's circles. You're spinning together. Sometimes I see you at like South by Southwest together. Yeah, I'll see you at some events, or you'll be at like you know Jazzy Jeff's house, like just streaming and it's, hanging out. It's the family, man. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah just do you, do do you get nervous? Like if they're like standing yeah. behind you, I'm still a fan of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as, as, as 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 much as we're all friends, I'm still a fan of each and every one of those guys. You know right. I mean? Even even my crewmates. You know what I mean? Like just. I'll give you an example. Last night I was at Mixed Master Mike's house. Mm. And yeah, just, yeah, he lives in Vegas now. Yeah, yeah, and I was just seeing all the stuff in his in his house that had like me in it too. Like, like all the stuff that we were in, you know, magazine stuff together. I'm like, damn, I can't believe I'm still part of this guy's crew too. I'm down with him. Right. Just like when I do stuff with Jeff, I'm, I can't believe I'm at Jeff's house. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still a fan. Dude, do you have any pictures from the battle with you and uh, with Scratch Pickles and uh, X-Men? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? Can you send that to some of those? Oh players? yeah, absolutely. How was that battle? Amazing. Was rest in peace, Rock Raider. Yeah, probably. rest in peace, my mm -hmm. brother, Rock Raider. Yeah, yeah. But that battle specifically. That's was, a legendary battle. Dude, right? that, I mean, oh. that's that was the the biggest battle I was ever in. That's like, East more versus than, West. More than the DMC. More than the New Music Seminar. Really? Yeah, because 
take uh, from my perspective. How did that start? How did that battle start? So um, there was one night, I think it was at the '95 DMC USA battle in Frisco, and it was at, we're at Denny's, I think, because it's the X Men. Denny's. Yeah, it was X Men and, <laughs> and Pickles. It all started. Something always sparking <laughs> off at a Denny's. Denny's right? well, that's, that, isn't that, isn't that kind of like the default? The, the that's original like the, Waffle House. That's like the Denny's. default. Uh, <laughs> default. Um, uh, conference room yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like we all just talk about stuff but um, Crazy Legs was with us mm. and he was he was talking about yo we gotta do something like a a, a ballad just, just for some some hip hop shit you know what I mean yeah. let's have it and you know my, uh, my, my boy Alex Aquino who ran ITF at the time he was like yo we should do something like that where we're all together like, just show like the the unity that we could still do a battle but we're still all Cool, you know, and then this is like the height of like the the, West, the East versus West battle with the That's MCs. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. We wanted to show that that we had solidarity in our, this, you know, with the DJ scene. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That we could still battle each other. So we, you know, we still had that b boy in us and in, in both crews like. Just talking to like Raider. I mean, sorry. Wow, that's like a that's like a temperamental era, though, right? I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the New York show you guys love? Oh yeah, absolutely. For real. Yeah. Well, and, and well, because they were from the Bay and not mostly from LA, so I think. I mean, was, but still, they wasn't from New York, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, we New York don't give a fuck. I think it's just West Coast, exactly, and the East Coast kind of shit. Yep. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It was big for me because I'm part of a crew that I looked up to coming up in the Bay. Right, mm-hmm. but then I'm going against a crew that I got my style from because I'm a B juggler. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was one, of the, you know, I was one of the early B jugglers uh, from the West Coast. Mm. So just to battle the X Men, like damn, I can't believe I'm part of this battle. But it was just, a, you know, so it was like an exhibition. It was, it was exhibition. So like was you know, no, there was no winner. If you watch it on YouTube, who do you think won though? Who do I think won? Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. I think every, I think we both came. I'm oh, not trying, I'm not trying to be the wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm, you know, I really just because it's apples and oranges. If you watch that battle again, yeah, it's apples and oranges because they the, the X Men did their style to the best of how they do it, and we did our shit the way, the same way. You know what I mean? Because we we got that band thing going, and we've been doing that for a long time in the in, in, in the in the Bay Area. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you watch the routine. They came on some battle shit. You know what I mean? So I mean, I, I what, just what is the what is the the rumor that you heard on who won and who lost? Both. Both. Just reading co- some of the comments on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, you know, pickle smashed it. Oh man, X Men had them. They got their ass handed. <laughs> I, like I said, man, it's 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 all love. Um, it's always been all love. It's always been all love. I mean, those were my, my brothers. I mean, you know, later, shoot, two thousand one. Me and Rob Swift were in a Gap commercial together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what was mm. up with that? Yeah. yeah. No, it's it just cool. Just it, it was, that's, it, that was such a crazy era because like the executioners were popping off. Yeah. They had that album. There was mm-hmm. like Lincoln Park and mm-hmm. all of this shit going on. Yeah, man. It was like a very. Uh, it was like a. It was a great time for turntablism. Great time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just to be like you know, something like that for me is monumental. Like to be on a, a commercial with. Rob Swift because he's one of my mentors as far as be juggling. You know what I mean? I got. I need to see this commercial. Is it on yeah. YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. Let me see. Let's see real quick. I want to see what are you rocking in there. Uh, look, look up the Gap commercial and then my name. Wait, who's the girl? Shannon Sossaman. Shannon Sossaman. She's a actress. She's an actress. Yeah. Oh, I remember her. Yeah. She was in like Hackers or something, some movies. She's uh, Forty Days and something like that. Oh, a, t- a Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Yeah. That's what she was in. Mm-hmm. Wow. What was the check she, like? She, she's a rock. She's a rock DJ. Oh, she is. Yeah. So we had to actually teach her how to do what, 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 do what
Come a sec. Get a little number. Can you get a little number? Uh, I'll bleep it out. Yeah. Oh, it's five digits. Five digits. Yeah. Not bad. And then um, got my SAG card from that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tight. Yo, I have a question. So when that when that commercial went out, mm-hmm. there was only um, there was only TV. There wasn't any print, like in magazines or anything. Uh, not magazines, but in the stores, they would have like big screenshots on the on the wall. Oh like, shit. Of it. That was a big campaign. Like uh, Daft Punk was on that campaign. Oh. Um, Juliet Lewis is that her name? One from uh, Natural Born Killers. Jeez, I wonder what the what the boarding the boardroom wants to be like. Just like yeah, yeah. let's get. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy, man? Like for that commercial, um, that for that commercial, that art commercial, they had um, they had like a choreographer who was there too. She, she she's a well known choreographer. I think she choreographed stuff for like Aaliyah, but. We, she wanted us to kind of act a certain way, and we're like, me and Robert looking at each other. Uh, Fatima? Yeah. Fatima, Fatima Harris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, I do respect to Fatima, but I, we, we had to explain to her, like, yo, we're about Jesus. We don't do that shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, we, had, and we're, we're, I, we had to show her, like, yo, we'll act like we're actually kind of, that's why I went, like, shh, I pointed at Rob. Right, right, right. And, she, right. and eventually she, caught, she understood this. She's like, that's all I'm going to get from these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're not, we're not, you know. So I think Shannon did all the dancing. Wow, what a proud moment. Have your parents, like, you know, have your parents always been supportive? Yes, thank yes? God. Yes, yeah. really? Yeah. Thank God, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, it's, I got Filipino parents, man. And, you know, I, I think most Filipino parents want their kids to be, either be a doctors, a nurse, or something of like. Or a mailman. Or just work, just work in something. Uh, mailman. What is that? Yeah. Well, we're just hella Filipino mailmans. Shout out to all the, yeah. shout out to all the Filipino mailman, mailmans. In the it's either a nurse or a mailman. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Or 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 the airport. Airport, yeah, oh, at the airlines. Airport. But like nurses, straight up. Yeah. Hawaii airlines. We, we, like, I'll give you an example. In, in Dubai, we there's Filipinos all over the place. Really? Oh yeah. Like we're the we're the nurses there. You go to a, like a, a, a mall, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Like if you go to the Nike store, three out of five workers is Filipino. Did you like oh. Dubai? Did you like it? Yeah, man. I lived out there for like 2016 to 2018. What? You God, stayed out there the for a year? What Yeah. Oh, shit. What, How, what were you what? doing out there? I had a residency out there. Where? Oh, where? Uh, a couple of spots. In just, the tower? <laughs> just, yeah. Couple, but, but, you know, just, I was going through like a transitional period period of my life. So just, I, I needed to change. Just get out. Just, just get out. Get, yeah. get away? Yeah. Just get away. You really went away. Yeah. yeah man. Dubai, Dubai. <laughs> driving it's exotic cars and shit. Strict out there, though, right? Yeah. Depends what you do. Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's you know what the best way. I, it's funny that we're here. I said I always say uh, Dubai is the Vegas is Vegas without the sin. Mm. So in other words, you know, like you can't drink everywhere. Um, yeah, there's no strip clubs. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. no the weed. Nothing. You can't. You know, like it's pretty like. But there's this, like, yeah, it's like... Uh, but everything's baller as F, like baller as fuck, straight up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you, you enjoyed it, though? Loved it. Really? Every minute. What did you that. like about it? Just, man, it was just open, open to everything. Like, uh, I, I, you know, like, just like how Vegas is, there's like the big room kind of scene, mm-hmm. but then there's like an underground kind of like, you know, like, that wants to listen to like the music heads. Yeah. You know I mean, there's like, like if, especially like the vinyl heads that are out there, or you could play Deep Soul, Deep really, I, yeah, I, didn't, I never saw that scene. Yeah, man, it's 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 cracking out there. I know the major clubs when I when I did it. It was uh, DJ Bliss was out there. Yeah, yeah. killing. Shout to DJ Bliss by yeah, the way. Big up Bliss, man. Yeah, yeah. Huge but like when we there was a heavy like they wanted Caribbean, they wanted world music, mm-hmm. they wanted everything, and it was it was really dope. Like it was the most fun DJing out there. Yeah, it's, it's, because you could touch every genre. 
because you had all types of people there. What's your favorite like city and country right now that you've been to? Food, culture, of music, all everything. Of all time? Yeah, right now. Damn, Moscow, man. Really? I, I, so Is that funny. when you had to battle like 20 DJs? Oh, you seen that video? I wasn't even battling. I wanted yeah, to ask was, you about that, man. What? It was it was a scratch cipher, but it was like it? ten yeah. of them against you. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what? Yo, it was, you look like Thanos like out there, bro. <laughs> Yo, with Yo. no context, right? If you just watch the video. It looks like there's 20 Russian DJs battling him. <laughs> and so like every time he scratches, it'll go to like a Russian DJ and it'll go back to him and then they'll they'll switch the Russian DJ on the same setup. But it, it's Yo, the it funniest looked like, It looked like it was in a, a hostel dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> and that, the only way you could get out is if you win this battle. Yeah. If you lose the battle, it's so right. like funny. Battle like, for your freedom. <laughs> like they wouldn't let you leave the country. You know what was happening before that? Yeah. I was judging a, a, a one-on-one scratch battle with all those guys were battling each other. Oh. But I was the only judge. They had this, if you look at that video, there's like this high chair, like the, you know, the back of the, the chair is like that high. But I'm just sitting in the middle and I have to go like and this you, or that to the winner. It's crazy, man. I was like, oh, you shit. was by yourself? Or yeah. They were you scared? The- like, damn, these Russians are going to kill me. Yeah, I was like, uh, hope no one fucking. He's like, he chooses the wrong one. Dude. That's why, like, after, at the end of the battle, I was like, man, you guys are all dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't hurt me for so like, was, not voting for you. So that's your favorite, favorite country? Yeah, man. You know what? Um, I, I love, and, and, you know, it's, and just unfortunate what's going on over there right now because I can't. I can't go there. I want to go out right, there. Right, right. But that's one of my biggest fan bases, man. Straight Russia. Up. Really? Mm-hmm, Moscow. Like Moscow and St. Petersburg because remember, they haven't, they didn't have hip hop forever. The hip, like everything they just opened up like in 91 because uh, of the fall of the Soviet Union, right? Yeah. So they embrace hip hop, especially boom bap hip hop. Like it's the freshest thing they've ever heard. You know what I mean? It's like with, wow. with clean ears. You know what I mean? So, so like, wait, how did they get a hold of all your all your shit and your mixes and stuff? Internet, internet, yeah. wow! Can you and imagine that when when that opened up? So that, that now they got open to everything, but like like I said, that that there's there's a scene there, especially the scratch scene is just off the hook. Like they're just so open, and you know, remember the the, the before pandemic, um, the Red Bull World Finch, uh, Finals was uh, that's true. The last was one was the there. last one was supposed to be there, right? Sorry, yeah. yeah, and then that's you know, true. and uh, scratch pickles were about to headline the whole thing. Wow. So wait, so did you like the food? Did you like everything? Food's dope. Really? I mean, well, I'm not a fan of Russian food. Sorry, everybody in Russia yeah, that's watching this. I love what is you Russian? guys, but not the food. This is I'm not. I don't, I don't. I'm very ignorant with this. So what is Russian food? Borscht. You know, are you from like like sausages? No, no? there's like a pickled beets and oh wow. I'm just stuff like that. I'm not yeah, really. Yeah. I'm pretty behind on the food too. <laughs> no, but, okay, like, no, but wait, so how long were you out there for? <laughs> a couple like couple of weeks, like me and Babu. Couple did, weeks. Me, so what me, were you eating every day? French food, Italian food. Okay, there's the other best. shit out there. There's other shit out there, yeah. Exactly. I thought you were eating like beets and like, you know. Not, I mean, I'm just saying, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 not, not the Russian food itself, but like every other food, like good ass Japanese food. Really? Oh, man. Italian food is so dope out there. One of the, cl- the first clubs I did out there was a, 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 a restaurant slash, like this, this designer opened up this like kind of restaurant club, but then he had all his pieces for clothing. Like one of those high end designers from there, but yeah, the food that they have was so good too. You know, what I mean, it's like they they're, they're just open to everything. Wow, like, yeah. So and so, like when you went out there, what like your impression? Like, like does it just feel like they're appreciating the music much more than any other country? Yeah, because other countries they find it maybe it's like, it's been around, so it's almost disposable, right? We heard that already. We heard it. Yeah, 
And it's not as special, but so when you go back there, they're like, yeah, yeah. And one of the biggest crowds in, in a long time, me and Mixed Master Mike headlined the uh, the DMC uh, Russian Finals in Gorky Park, and that was like ten thousand people like really? watching a DJ battle. If you, that's online too, if you watch it. But it's this crazy, like just seeing a sea of people, us and us cutting it up. You know what I mean? They're like, just digging that shit, just digging it. Yeah. So wow. what's Damn, like when crazy. you do that shit? Like when you go to Russia, what's the biggest song? Like is it check the rhyme or some shit? Like no, man. You know what? The, the biggest thing I did. It's, check like, the rhyme. it's like bust a move. No, the, <laughs> like you know, the, Young MC. What is it? The, the the part of my set that they were most responsive to yeah, was my yeah. dance hall set. Man. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. the night before me, uh, David Rodigan played. Are you guys are familiar with David Rodigan? I'm not. No, no, oh no. man, he's he's my favorite DJ of all time. Really? Yeah. I was gonna ask you who's your favorite DJ of all time. David Rodigan. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, that's just overall because. If you guys watch him, anybody, if there's any reggae heads who know who David Rodigan is, he's, um, I mean, he's already well into his late 60s, but um, he still cla- sound clashes to this day. Mm. And he could take out a lot of folks, like a lot of youngers. Wait, is he that, like, white dude? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I have, I do, I, I, I know, have seen I him. We I have seen him. About, yeah. yeah he was, and he gets on the mic, right? Yeah. And he, he and he sounds like legit Jamaican. Yeah. and, and But, you know, he's a, one of the only guys that really interview Bob Marley. He was on the radio for on the BBC for a long wow. time. Wow. Oh shit. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Now. But oh. you know, uh, you know, them and it, when I went to Japan, I didn't even have, I didn't even have a gig. I, I just went to Osaka. Uh, I flew from Ve- Vietnam to Osaka cuz Mighty Crown from Japan. Mm-hmm. It was their last show and they had, it was Mighty Crown and David Rodigan. So I, I had to watch that show. As wow. a, just as a reggae head and dance hall head, I just needed to see that live, wow. you know what I mean? So when you're traveling, what you're really seeing and what what like constitutes you like loving the city is their appreciation for the music, absolutely, and the performance. Mm-hmm. Wow! I mean, because you know, it's sometimes I can't even get that back home. Not not no diss to the, to my to my home in the Bay Area, but like some of these countries are so open to just listening to everything that's that you know, because they want to experience like they want to experience the music but they appreciate you and what you're doing so much. Whereas America is like, I don't know what you're playing. Like play something I know. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Privilege. A little bit. I mean, unfortunately it's like that sometimes over here, man. And you know, uh, and it's, 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 it also sucks that I have to go to another country for, for, for sometimes for them to kind of be a little bit more open. Yeah. But also I think that's just, you know, I do all different kinds of parties too. I, I, I'll, play for the youngins where I have to drop the newest something you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah. but then I have to but you know I pick and choose like <laughs> I mean like just lately I've been really picking up the gigs I want to do now yeah yeah, yeah. but that's dope like yeah. you're busy yeah. and shit you get to pick Dude, what you want to do I'm, I'm thankful man you know what yeah. I mean like you know, do you look for new music as are you searching as I can, the charts what, as much as I what's can what's your process how do you, how yeah, do you yeah, approach yeah, yeah. what's it? your process mm, man well just go through the charts to see what the what the, of course you know what yeah. the top ten or what top 50, twenty is right mm-hmm. and just to see it and like I'll just go and you're downloading everything pop music EDM yeah. everything as much as I can really yeah EDM I haven't been on top of as much as yeah just because I know I I'm not booked for that and no one really books me for that like but like if you see like Bessel Bluma you're gonna download that shit? yeah absolutely mm, damn we're so proud got to, got to man yeah, I mean, yeah. you know just I mean I, I try my best not to get caught where I can't with the crowd that's in front of me I can't play for them you know what I mean that's the scariest thing for me as a DJ and I think that goes back to my mobile days because like we had to know how to play for everybody 
Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I carry that mentality. Did you do quinceañeras as well? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Quinceañeras, <laughs> the debuts for the Filipino ch- girls who turn 18, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, man. You know, like. Jamie's just continuously trying to ch- like Mexican check everyone. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> are you down with the Mexicans or what? Are you I just down want to check. What Filipinos what have are you done? The- what have you done for Mexican culture? <laughs> Filipinos are the Asian Mexicans. We're the we're the Filipinos in the in the Latin culture. Okay, Very just like, just like in, I was saying in Dubai, how Filipinos out there were like the Mexicans of of, of Dubai. Because we're all over the place, like we're we're always we're, we're, we're all the we're the hard workers, like we're we're doing all the we're we're tapped into everything, yeah, you know, food and um, you know, uh, customer service, right, all that, you know, so, yeah. So wait, so like, I, you know, how do you feel about the music right now, like, hmm, especially hip hop? Like, I'm, I'm sure you had like yeah. you've seen those articles that saying like you know hip hop hasn't had any number ones this yeah. year. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm not knocking any of the new artists. I think all the new artists are dope, um, and that they're doing that their thing. Just I think production wise, it needs to. You know, I think the production kind of dictates sometimes of like the delivery of some mm-hmm. of certain MCs of how they're gonna you know present their, their their work. You know what I'm saying? And you know, everything being kind of 808 bass heavy, it just it's I it's so much of that. Like I kind of want to hear. A balance, basically. Yeah. I think I was. I think I saw like a conversation on Twitter. I don't remember the exact conversation, but it was kind of talking about when did like scratching start being eliminated from hip hop records. Mm, good question. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> yeah. and they were like kind of talking about like the evolution of hip hop, right? And how it changed. And I think it really started changing when DJ stopped becoming the producers. Mm. And when producers would started just becoming like anybody, pretty much like just just like a bedroom. So you're saying this was like maybe around '95, mid '90s. I would say like '2000s, maybe. I would say when 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 Star died. Well, no, I would say when like I would say like the last. Let me finish. Let me just. I would say in the '2000s when anybody could get a computer. And they can kind of start making beats, mm. and get a keyboard. The two thousands was like the era of the Triton keyboard. Remember, mm-hmm. it was like Swiss beats. Everyone was doing the Triton. The Triton was like the number one. It wasn't even like the NPCs anymore. It was like all you need is a Triton keyboard because mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. what the Neptunes were using, right. yeah. and Swiss was using. So everyone just wanted a okay. Triton keyboard. Mm-hmm. But if you noticed everything from the two thousands, you know it didn't have scratches. And if it did have scratches, it had this fake sample scratch that Swiss do it, used. Do it, do it. Yeah, or Trackmasters even used like a fake scratch that they had on every record. Like it, the same scratch that was on If I Ruled the World with like Lauren Hill and Nas mm-hmm. was like the same one on whatever fucking track they had with I'm, like R. Kelly or whatever. I mean, you know? if, you, if you really trip, the last yeah. scratching that you heard on records was a track on Kanye records. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was trying to think what was the last song I heard with a scratch. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think right now. Too. I was maybe, gonna say the wrong. last, the maybe last gangster album with Guru. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like, last premiere when Guru died. Yeah, like it was in 2001, 2002. Yeah. I would say around there. The, the, 2000. No, nah, there, there was some scratches on like um, Kanye was, records. Yeah, Kanye records was a Gold Digger. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That was a big one. You know, and 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 the scratching where it was part of the hook. Right. Go, yeah. go on, girl. Go ahead. Get down. Get down. You know what I mean? Like you knew when. Yeah, yeah. A track was gonna throw that in. So, we, are we gonna say that Gold Digger was the last one? No. No, I know what. Um, Premier was on. Um, he did scratching on a cut from Kanye album. Um, 
everything I am is exactly yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a very slow scratch, but yeah, yeah I think then Kanye was it oh seven. So maybe Kanye was the last. You know what's good is that as soon as this episode comes out, everyone's gonna comment about the oh last my God, song. Oh my God, you guys fucked up! But you guys are all wrong. When you guys are wrong in two thousand twelve. Yeah, I'm sure we're, we're probably missing some songs between them. Yeah, but does, does that theory sound about right? Like the trying keyboard. Kinda, you know what I mean? I, because when you look at the '90s, every producer had a DJ background. Right. Everybody, all the greats, Premier, Pete Rock, right. Large well, Professor, L- Lord Finesse. Everyone dug into crates. They loved like records, and they had they even had Q- some type of Q-tip. knowledge. Q-tip. Everyone had some yeah. knowledge of DJing. Right. Just Blaze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even Kanye. I mean, he wasn't a DJ, but you know, he even heard it in it because of the vinyl and shit and the hip hop. Yeah. I think. Sc- you know, there was a point too that scratching, or just that whole turntable scene became its own thing. That's that could be as well. You know, because if you really trip, if you listen to Primo and the way he produces records, like he made his, you know, he made his scratches the hook, and you, yeah, we know how those hooks go. You know what I mean? Like you know the. Even I mean, from, I, I think Premier single-handedly inspired a whole generation of DJs. Yep, from like my my like my generation of DJs, we all wanted to sound like Premier. Yeah, no, and and I and I I wish that that tradition was kind of carried into like more modern hip hop. That came. yeah, I think I mean, it like, stopped with with uh, a track. I think it stopped with a track too. It stopped with a track for sure. I was gonna say my generation was Jam Master J. Yep, Jam Master yeah. J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you had so many in your generation. Yeah. Because you had the had this. Whole, but at the time, it was like the DJs was like part of the. It was so important, but it well, was yeah, part exactly, of the group. Yeah. The DJ you know? was yeah. at the forefront. Like you had Flash, like I said, Jam Master J. Uh, who's UTFO DJ? Uh-huh. Mixed Master Ice. Mixed Master Ice. Yeah, I th- like I th- nasty. Yeah. I think somewhere in the 2000s, the DJ became like the homie. Like, oh, like, yeah, you, we need a DJ. Like, you're, you're, you're part of the crew. Just start DJing yeah, whenever yeah. we're on stage and shit. <laughs> and that motherfucker, like somewhere in the 2000s, that just started happening. Because <laughs> like, it, it wasn't important. Nah. Yeah, because the DJ was the forefront. It was the, it was Jazzy Jeff and, and the, the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Mm-hmm. Cash Money and Marvelous. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was all, always that. And then somehow we just got shoved to the side and shit. You know, I think scratching, just like I said, it became its own thing. And I think to the untrained ear, damn, that shit's irritating to hear. You know what I mean? Like, there had to be some way I think that um, I was uh, hoping that most crew, uh, most you know groups or even MCs who had a DJ, if they can incorporate it, where they would make the scratches just simple enough for you kind of like it was a hook. You know what I mean? Like I said, like if you listen to Primo's yeah production, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like a uh, but Primo's musical the way yeah. he scratches yeah exactly musical it's it's almost like um, it's tastefully done and he's it's, it's like he's rapping as he does it that's why exactly. like every you know if you listen to most gangstar records or all the gangstars records even with the like who's gonna take the weight yeah, yeah. you know those scratches you're like even like the, the simple <laughs> yeah just simple <laughs> yeah and the way he did it it was musical it was almost like a guitar solo it in was, a rock yeah song. yeah mm-hmm. perfect that's why it was like that's a, but I think somewhere in the two thousands, the turntablism stopped becoming musical. Like I think it became very technical. And do you know what I'm saying? Man, we could talk. We could that could be a whole another. I could go off on. And that. the thing is, like, the, <laughs> and, but the thing is this: like, I'm not really like a scratch dude. Like I know, like I love it, but you know, I I don't study like chirps and all of this shit. Like you know, when you scratch, you're one of the best stabbers I've heard. Pause. Yeah. You know, like Thank you. the way you stab is crazy. Like. But like, 
I like DJs who who scratch musically in the club where they're enhancing yeah, the song. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, you know? I, I, I may stab during my solos, but yeah. if you hear me scratch during like a, a mix set, yeah. I'm just... You know, just yeah. simple. You're enhancing. Yeah, I'm not doing a solo. Basically, yeah, you're basically almost doing a percussion a percussion set. Yeah. on that's, top of the song, and you're like enhancing the experience. And that, I think that's how it should be. It you should know what be. I mean? they, they, but they don't realize there's, there's a time and place for it. I think. But dude, like, these, these guys don't realize it. They're doing like these crabs and like these. Okay, yeah. You know. So yeah. so I think. Uh, uh, let me talk about the scratch scene for a second. Yeah. And and, and, and not, like I said, not to shit. But I'm not wrong, right? I'm no, not no, being no a you're, hater. Not, you're not wrong okay. at all. And and, and this is why. I just, just want to. I just want to clear this. Finally, because everyone always, everyone always calls me a hater. I'm not a hater. And then you're wrong. No, no, no. But I, I think, I think there's a musical element that has has escaped turntablism. Yeah, it, you know what? It, it, it's knowing when when to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if, if you're in the middle of the mix, there's a packed floor. Yeah, no one wants to hear a solo. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not about you on that on that that moment. Maybe if you're like. You know, and you just like I said, man. I, and this is coming. I'm coming. I'm coming from the, the the scratch group, the scratch pickles. You know what I mean? Like, but I know myself as a party rocker who went to how much to do, and you know when to tone it down and yeah. not to go off and crazy. Like I just that's, that's, that's just a spice. You know what I'm saying? But a little taste, a little tease. Yeah, just a little just tease. A little sample, whatever. Like a like a, and I'll I'll, I'll pick certain sounds like or or, or, or phrases like a, a I have a, a in my in my uh, uh, my playlist I have a. Uplifter scratches, so come on, or you know, just stuff yeah. like that, like get down, or, or something, something, you know, just stuff it's called like, uplifter to like kind just, of bring the energy, yeah, out. bring the energy. Out. Wow. Like, come on, come on, or Wait. get or get up, like, yeah, yeah, get, and I'll just do simple scratches like get, get up, get, get, get up, get, get up, you know, what I mean, like, just to go along and make, make it part of the uh. The hook. Well, the song, yeah. Now I want to hear all the, the other names for your... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, well, I got, you know, I got, you know, because I sometimes, when I do stuff with the with the pickles, I, I have a, like a percussion set, like a drum set. Yeah. Like, you know, synth drums and then acoustic drums, just drum kits, just have that have a, a drum roll, like a kick and snare. So I have all that stuff like lined up. So your crates must be crazy. Like it must be as meticulous as possible. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm probably one of the biggest MP3 hordes you'll ever meet. Right, right, right. Yeah, just because I play so many different. But it, it's yeah. funny because like I'm I'm trying to remember how I organize my records, and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how I organize my records. No. It, like yeah, I don't. It's been so long since I even kind of like went through them. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, like your vinyl? Yeah, or? my vinyl. So like we all oh, have okay, like your, bookshelves of, of your vinyl OG crates. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember how I organize. I'm assuming it was by like fucking alphabetical order. But I don't know if I'd put hip hop and R and B together or if I separated it. I don't remember. Knowing you, knowing you as your friend, yeah, everything separate. I wasn't that. <laughs> the, the thing is, I wasn't that meticulous because I was never like um, an authentic vinyl collector. Like, if there was a bootleg that had all the Prince songs on it, I'd be like, I'm getting the bootleg. Yeah, no, no, I don't need the original. I, I'm not saying you didn't, but yeah. I'm just saying, knowing you, you're very organized. So I'm saying it was probably BPM and it was probably by hip hop. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. I, I can't. I have mine organized by um, category. 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 Like I have, um, I have my hip hop. All my hip hop. I have all my '80s R and B. 80s pop rock is together. I got reggae, all my reggae's together. My reggae's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. I go by you year. Pop, yeah, you, you, oh, wow. Because I have to. If, 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 if anybody who spins dance hall in here, if you're watching this, you know that there's rhythms, rhythms rhythm, come out rhythm. every week. Yeah, there's so well, many. Well, not, maybe not now, but back in the, back you in know, the days. Back definitely. in the days, yeah. There's oh, so yeah. many rhythms, and it's all, it's like all categorized. Oh, my God. And, and with the yeah. Caribbean crowd, man, they're, 
they're, they're pretty particular. It's like if you're playing something old, like, you know, you have to be on top of it. You have to show that you're on top of, like, all right. the new rhythms and stuff. So I have, like, you know, like 2001. And, and the way I set my stuff, I'll, I'll show you. But, like, when I title it, I'll put the first thing you see is the rhythm and then the dash the song. So I could have five of the same, you know, the title of the same rhythm in caps. Right. But each dash is like. I do the same thing. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That sounds like the easy. I do like Showtime, you know, like Diwali. Diwali, Diwali exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fiesta, yep, all that shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I do the exact That's the way to do it. I can't, yeah. do, I can't do it where like the, 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 the group in, in the, you know, like in Oh, iTunes. the grouping? No, no, no I got to see it. I, I have to see, see it. it. First and <laughs> foremost, like, yeah, it's my go-to. And then I have asterisks I put after it, like the, uh, the title. The more asterisks, the more the more it's heat to me. You know what I mean? Yo, like like dancehall is kind of killing it right now. They've got a couple tracks like that Taliban record is big, mm-hmm. but there's like a few tracks that are fucking hitting right now. Yeah, there's a man, there's yeah. so much. It's funny. There's like a bunch of new uh, dancehall that's like really coming back. That's like that you can play in the clubs. It's hitting oh, right it's now, man. Like Taliban's is the biggest song in fucking New York. Mm-hmm. I think right now. It's like the biggest song, maybe in New York, dare I say Miami, mm-hmm. but I would say definitely New York right now, um, in certain rooms, of course, but yeah. I mean, but I felt like in New York, uh, reggae never fell off, or dancehall never like, oh, people never no, stopped really playing it. But, th- but there was like, remember when we talked with Silent Addy, there was an era where like um, dancehall really just became like regional. Mm-hmm. It was really just stayed in Jamaica because mm-hmm. a lot of the artists were kings in Jamaica and they just didn't see the benefits in trying to cro- have a crossover record in the States, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like during the 2010s, I would say that was around the era, like the late 2010s was when they really just didn't give a shit about- Like after Egyptian? Yeah, it's it kind of when Afrobeats was kind of popping yeah. too mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Afrobeat stars really didn't care about getting acceptance in the U.S. because they haven't been getting acceptance in the U.S. Yeah, they already had it cracking where yeah, they were. They were still blowing up yeah. over where they was from. So WizKid's like, yo, I'm the fucking king, you know, out here. Why Why do I have to, you know, bend over backwards and like do a song with like Selena Gomez to like cross over and no, shit no in the U.S., you know what I'm saying? But but then a lot's changed in like, I you mean, know, in all these years. Yeah. But back to, the, back, back to what we were talking about, scratching in the club. Actually, I have a question for you. Okay. I, I want to revisit it a little right, bit. Right. Did you ever do that thing at the end of the night when it was like, you know, 20 minutes left in the club or 15 minutes left where you just did like a scratching? You guys were just scratching. Cut it up? Like, yeah. Oh. Because I used to personally hate that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, you never, do you know what I'm no, talking about? Talk about, yeah. Like, DJs would be like, all right, it's like, sometimes it'd be like 30 minutes left in the night. Yeah. And they'd be That's like, a yo, long time, It that. is a long That's time. That's a shit ton of time. So, <laughs> so I would get pissed because it was, I thought it was very selfish. Mm-hmm. It would be like the opener and the headliner, and they would just scratch the ah for like <laughs> for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the crowd would slowly just leave. Right. And there would be maybe these like dudes that were just like still watching. But I thought it was so selfish because I was like, if I was a patron, there's so much music you could have played in 30 minutes that would have taken the night to another level at the end of the night. That's at least know? 20 records. As a scratch DJ, I would never scratch the last five minutes. No. But you no. know what I'm talking about, like doing a Absolutely. scratch session. Right? So I'll give you, I'll give you an yeah. example. So, for, well, to answer that question, time and place. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you're, if, if I'm doing a club, and it's a, definitely a club vibe, no, don't scratch for that long. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm if it's a vibe where I'm on stage and people are are all facing me, 
And I'm, you know, and yeah. they're, well, when is, it's like a showcase. When's he going to do it? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and that's the thing with Triple Threat DJs, why we created Triple Threat DJs. We, uh, Triple Threat started during a time where the turntable scene was as, was at its peak. And they looked at us crazy, like, what, what, are, what are you guys, you guys are party rocking too? Like, and, 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 and trying to do scratching at the same time. And, and that's the thing is we, we felt like, man, this whole crowd is, we're not trying to satisfy the 30 guys with cameras to while to to wait for us to scratch mm-hmm. like 600 other people who want to dance right yeah, yeah so we made that where we you know we would be on the mic yo 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 don't don't trip we got something for everybody da, 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 da. and then like the last 10 minutes would probably do all, all our routines so, yo pick up yo we're about to go back to our roots right now da, 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 da. you know so we made it a show we let them know that we're about to do this right, right. and like yo and then we all do our individual routines and we did a group routine and then we ended off with like a, and just so they would kind of, so they would know, prepare what, of what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, if you're just going to, like you said, if you're just going to last 20 minutes and just put on a beat and scratch our fresh for like the next 20 minutes, yeah. no, you can't, you, that's not. I the, thought it was crazy whenever I would see that. Yeah, shit. that's, you know. It was, it was insane. That's where the selector in you has to come out. Yeah. You know I mean, you should know. Oh man, if we got twenty minutes left. You better get, get those singalongs ready or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. So I because I think the last thirty minutes of a DJ set is the most important. It's crucial, man. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the DJ gets to say, "Look, I gave you, I gave you all, all that I had. Mm-hmm. Now let me give you some like of me, me. personal. Yep. You know, like I kind of gave so much to you. Like here, you here can, let me get you open real quick. To yeah, 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 yeah. Like, or, like you could take a little bit more chances, and you can show a little bit more of absolutely. who you are and what. Yeah. I think like. it's the funnest time on the set. Too. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you're normally, I'll play like what the twelve to two set. So I already in my head, I'm like from twelve to one. I just got to keep it fucking. Shh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, give them full all. throttle. Then yeah. everyone's about to be. You know, everyone's already drunk at one. Then you know, start gradually taking it down, taking it down. Like you know, play some feel good R&B or you know if, the, if someone's trying to hook up with somebody else get them in that mood <laughs> yeah. but then that one thirty to 2 o'clock is that's the crucial part like yo that's when you that's when you break classics I think mm-hmm. yeah that's the perfect time to break classics like for the, sure you know yeah. take them somewhere where Definitely. they where they feel like you know they're loose at that point yeah they're yeah. loose and there's oh these are the songs that were big and you might have missed it because you didn't grow up in that era yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that's me talking as an elder selector you know what I mean yeah like, yeah so that was like always my favorite part of the night when I was going, started going to clubs. Yeah. At that last hour, last 45. half hour, they just play like classics that songs that I remember growing up listening to as a kid. Yeah. And hearing in the clubs, you'd be like, oh shit, man, this is yeah. the jam. That was like my favorite part of the night. Taking you somewhere, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, mm-hmm. or, or taking you back. And that's taking that, that, you back. That's yeah. part of that feel good element that we as DJs need to. And it brings all everyone in the club is kind of remember that growing up and hearing their parents playing that shit somehow yeah. in the mm-hmm. back. Yeah. It takes some, yeah. Or, or shit that you'll, you'll never hear loud in a sound, on a sound system in a club. Right. Or, so, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you said, the last 30 minutes, definitely the most crucial. Yeah. Would I scratch if the setting was for that? Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if, if, if I'm on stage, people are watching me from like, you know, then maybe I'll do that. But yeah, you're a real gearhead, right? You, you were like you were scoping all our gear. Yeah, you were like, what's this? What's that? What are you know? editing? Well, just because, you know, well, especially with the cameras now, now that I stream. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what cameras you guys use? What cameras? Are Mirrorless. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I got those ring lights too. But, you know, what, oh, are, what are these? Yo, know, my eyesight <laughs> went bad because of those ring lights, man. Oh, what happened? Yo, well, I'm just saying because um, ever since streaming happened, I had great eyesight, and now that um. I, you know, I'm on like what five nights a week if I'm not if I'm not out of town. Yeah, 
those lights were just beaming on me, and, I'm, and now I, I can't see um, close. I have to. I really? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Oh, oh wow, shit. It sucks. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. Get like, the LASIK ready, man. No, 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 no. You got to fix that. You got to get like some different lights or something. Something, yeah. It's yeah. Not, or it's wear not. sunglasses at that point. Yeah. Be the, Peach, be the Pete Diddy of Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm just adjusting to all this yeah. new stuff. Like, you know, well, I, being, I, a, being a Twitch, you know, being on Twitch, I had to learn a bit to be an IT and a yeah. set designer and doing this. And you, make, did, you, know, you, you know, you did Twitch so well. Oh, thank you. And you, you, I, your girlfriend would come on. Uh, yeah, DJ Lock. Yeah, big up my baby DJ Lock. She's, yeah, yeah. You guys are cute. You guys, she would like, you know, she, she, she's really good too. No, she's she was getting down. She kills shit. it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, um, um, and she's a scratchhead. She doesn't even DJ. Right. Yeah. She's she's just she's a hardcore scratchhead. I love that. Like she she just loves cutting it up. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like you know, that's why when we first met, uh, hooked up, like we scratched in the studio for four hours. It's just. What a day. Vibing out. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, awesome. Four man. hours. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to imagine <laughs> your first day. Being, being on a date with a girl and DJing with her for four hours. <laughs> no scratching with her for four Yo, hours. That's good, but you know but what? Yeah, we were scratching at like 128 BPM for hell along. But Dude, <laughs> it was crazy. It's just like, fucking... <laughs> Can you fucking yo? She catches up with like, me, man. Like that's, that's she kills a, me. That was like the peak of sexual tension. It was like, <laughs> the BPMs, the, the BPMs just kept going up. It was like it was like at ninety. It was at like hundred. They did one twenty eight. Like, yeah. are we gonna do this shit or what? Like, it's, it's, it's fucking four hours now. At one thirty, he played bombs over back then. Oh, they get into like all... drum and bass at one forty. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even fathom bonding with like an, another like a, with a girl mm-hmm. with by DJing with her for four hours, scratching. Yeah, like scratching. Oh, oh man. Oh man, she can catch it. Oh, she can, and she fucking yeah. she hangs, man. She yeah. cuts it like I don't know if you've seen her. If she's seen her stabs, if you think I, I'm fast. She's I'm like fuck. I'm fucking. Wow. One of our one of the earliest posts that we had together, uh, it's on her page, and you can see we're just having like a stab off, and we're playing like what what BPM is this, babe? Oh, this is like 135. Okay, let's see. Fuck it, let's fucking see if we can hang. And she's flawless. I was like, wow. You guys like such a turn on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. That was a turn on. This is like quite a relationship, bro. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm like floored. No, because all my life, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You're changing my mind about you, this. You know what it is? Because I've never had that bond with somebody where like you have the like a musical or a craft, like you guys are doing the same craft. Yeah. And you bond in that craft. On top of that, we're each other's biggest supporters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's like she's, nah, she still fucks me up to this day when I go up when I do a set, like, you better fuck it up. I'm like, <laughs> like okay babe like but she's she's generally like yeah. a supporter I love her for it's that. like the DJ version of brown sugar yeah <laughs> wow that's a good analogy <laughs> it's like you're sleeping on the couch if you fuck up today <laughs> yeah but, yeah, I mean, but also it's like the, the cheapest date ever right just come over and scratch for like <laughs> I mean, six hours <laughs> if she fucks up your, your, your style is on your just knee be like what are we fuck? gonna do this Sunday it's like well like you know you normally <laughs> we're gonna go to this festival we're gonna do this Yo. no no we'll just stay home and scratch hey, yeah. check, check it out so me, so me and her have we have a gig together in um second week of July oh July. you guys are getting booked oh yeah oh, we've been doing a lot of do gigs you have a, that's another crew you're on 
Uh, yeah, we're called Shock. <laughs> yeah, Shock. Shortcut and Lock. Oh shock. shit, Shock. Yeah. So um, we we. we I'm gotta... kind of hating on this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, I feel like so empty inside, <laughs> bro. Yeah, right? You know what? Fuck you, Shock. <laughs> Oh man! Here's like, yo, we were scratching on our first date for four. Yo, if you were my boy, I just would have been like, you know, shut up, man. I don't want to hear this shit, man. <laughs> just hangs out. Fuck you and your DJ love life. <laughs> your love relationship. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yo, man. I mean, yo, it's just someone who knows. Yeah, understands. keep talking. Yeah, talk more about. How'd you it. I'm just saying. <laughs> some, I'm just saying. Someone who understands my shit. That's, yeah. Yo, that's like I said. I'm, no, that's beautiful, man. I'm blessed, bro. And that's amazing. Well, yo, Did she have, meet you at a gig or something? Or how we met at Nam. Oh, you met a nap? Yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, gets be- it gets better and better. <laughs> Who the fuck would ever say we met a nap? The most and romantic then, place and, on the planet. And then our first date, we scratched for four hours. <laughs> Crazy! This is like a movie. This is something. Oh, man. By the way, shout out to her because she follows a podcast and she follows yeah, she us. Does. She's very nice. This yeah. is insane. Yeah, man. So you met a nap, and you're so, like, Phew. yo. We have a gig in Dallas, second week of July, and next week, all next week, we're just practice, practicing our set. We're judging a battle together, and then we're perform, performing right after. Holy and that's shit. The, you know, and that's the, one of the things that we both talked about. Like, we dreamed about, like, yo, when we, the kids get a little older, like, let's let's just book ourselves out. Let's just do the, a gig from beginning to end, and you know what I mean. And just, that's the vacation. That's a vacation, paycation. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, get paidcation. <sighs> this is is a, that her full time job too, or she's like? Oh, she's in the, she does crystals. She sells crystals. Oh, like, okay. She's an earthy one. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. a very earthy one. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have friends to short her? Because we might, oh, we might, we might need cricket a little. I might have to end this shit early. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk more about this. Stop, stop hating. <laughs> oh, I have to like go home and think about my life. <laughs> how, how long you been with her? Examine everything. Oh, we just hit five years last week. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Damn! So this is congratulations, shortcut. <laughs> you, got, you, guys, <laughs> you guys bonded over the S nine at Nam. Oh man! Speaking over bonding over the S nine. <laughs> Let's change this fucking subject. Yeah, there we go. Good segue. Uh, segue. Good segue. Is it true you helped design the Vestax, the best selling Vestax mixer, yeah. the O five? O five, yeah. Really? Yeah. What was your happen? input in that, by the way? Because um, wait, we're talking about. The one, the legendary Vestax 05 with the gold plate, the kind of thing, right? Before the gold plate, the before green, the gold plate, the, the, the OG is the all gray one. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. So rest in peace, Toshi, who just passed away like a week and a half ago. Oh, he's the, um, he was the, you know, he's the one who designed the help, you know, who did the final finalization of the 05, 06 QFO, wow. all the crazy shit that Vestax came out with. He was the brain behind all that. So wow. big up Toshi. Yeah, how did it happen? Uh, so the 05, man. Uh, I was working for Newmark at the time. Um, I, I had won a battle in LA in '93, and then Newmark sponsored it, so I went with Newmark, and I was I was their uh, their DJ at the booth, booth guy. So this is the time when they were like they were recruiting. They wanted DJs to help them build better mixers. And when shit, I, when right? I was there, there was no DJs at now. Like 90, this '93. Oh really? I, I was 17, so I was I was working the booth at at, at with Newmark. During my breaks, I would go. I had a Vestax. I had a Vestax mixer. I would go to Vestax's booth, and they had a DJ there. And I tried out all their shit, and I was like, "Oh man, you guys, Crossfire is way better than you know what I mean." Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, ever since then, then uh, you know, then a couple of days later, uh, Repmatic came to to to, uh, to the convention center, and we both had you know met with the with the Vestax people. I had the Vestax. Um, I had the O five 
specs on a napkin. Mm. It originally was supposed to go to Newmark, but they were like, man, that shit ain't gonna sell. Oof. There's no features. There's no... Uh, Oh, there's no shit. transforming buttons on the side. Wait, so you, wait, what what made you want to create this? Like you know, well, because I was really into the uh, the PMX two, the DMC mixer. The the DMC mixer yeah. to me was the best scratch mixer at the time. Because wait, the, the Techniques one? No, before the Techniques one. If you watch any, if you watch any DMC battle from ninety to ninety six, really? Yeah, it was like a. It was like the. Bottom part of the 05 without the knobs on top. It was okay, that, that what's, size. what's your opinion on the Techniques mixer? Because I think that's one of the best mixes of, of all time. It if changed the, everything. If their fader was better. The fader was horrible. It just started bleeding after I, a while. I, so for the 98 battle, that's what, that was the mixer I was using to practice. On. Right. Not even a week that shit fucking bled on me. And just, yeah, yeah it was whack. Yeah. That was before, you know, that's why I, I, I say big up Vestax because they're the ones who, who made the non-contactless, you know what I mean? Like it did. They improved the fader where it was like, you know, right. mm-hmm. it was on a peg instead of like just terminals touching the... And they were also... Were they? No, they weren't. I'm sorry. I was going to say they were the first to really make it so you could change the faders easier, but Gemini was doing Gemini it. Gemini was, yeah. Gemini and Vestax. And Vestax. They were doing yeah, it too. Yeah. But they, they didn't... They weren't up on the screws that needed to be flushed, not hang out so you, your nails yeah, right, right. cut on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so like... Because when I look at the Vestax 05, mm-hmm. the layout is very similar to the techniques, Right. Yeah. Somewhat, 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 but it has that great kind of openness. There's a lot of negative space and room. Yeah. Um, so when you, you guys were putting it, you had the specs together. Yeah. You showed it to Newmark, and mm-hmm. they were like, "It's too simple." Right. Yeah, it's too simple. And then I, then we, they like, we need like what, like transformer buttons. buttons. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't use that shit. You know, like, the, yo, but the transformer switches were fun though. Remember those? Yeah. Those I mean, the, 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 well, that's why I, 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 on the 05, I asked them to, to hang on to the Newmark up and downs. Oh, but then, but they on, did, on, on the channels. Yeah, but they did one better. They're like, okay, so we let's make it because some people like it side to side. If you had the the, the the DMC mixer, that was a side to side. No, but the up and downs. But I like the up and downs. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a West because Coast, it, I'm a West Coast transformer. Well, it, you know it, what I mean, yeah, it emulated the um the the, the channels. Yeah, the yeah, new, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, I'm 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 a disciple of of Joe Cooley and Aladdin and Primo. You know what I mean? The, 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 that's they're all Newmark guys. Wow, that's great. You know what I'm saying? And they they were able to they did it so you can. Take off the faceplate, and then you could do all the unscrewing. So, mm. you know, for like the transforming switches itself, you could unscrew all the switches, uh, the the screws on the on the little plate. Right. Then you could make it side to side. You could make it even angled, like. Dude, I forgot how bad faders were that were using fucking phono lines mm-hmm. to, yeah. to fucking yeah. do all that shit. That's yeah, fucking nuts. I forgot. I forgot all yeah. about that. I mean, you know, they were, they were the first ones. Uh, Vestax to really kind of emphasize. Yo, they were the first companies that would just listen to us. How about that? Really? To oh, listen, sure. to, to listen to the DJs. You Interesting. Know what I mean? So Newmark must have been pissed off at you. Oh, I don't know. I mean, wait. So we <laughs> wait. I, I want to finish this conversation. Wait. So you showed it to Newmark. Newmark says like we're good. Yeah. So at some point you were talking to Vestax and. You showed them this template. I, I, yeah, I was at. I just yeah, like look, this is how we want it, and I I gave them an example like a certain mixers that I was using already, or certain mixers they had. Were they digging it? Or yeah, they were totally digging or it. Or was like, it oh. like the Hudsucker proxy? They just no, saw a circle on they were, the napkin. They were yeah. totally into it. They're, they're, nice. they're like, okay, oh, I see, I see what you're saying, and all the controls need to be on top, like where it's not in the mm. way of if you're scratching or doing this, like right. it's just it's just clear, and they're op- they're open to it. What else do you want? Okay, we want this. They're, they're, they were just open to listen to us. You know, one thing that was I thought was funny that they didn't include in the first run of the the OG 05s was this, a reverse switch because me and Q are reverse scratchers. You oh, you saying? are. Yeah, they didn't do that. So they they put 
custom ones on ours first. Like, no, we took ours. Uh, Best X US, USA was in Northern California at one point, and then we took our mixers there, and then they, like, on the spot, they just drilled a hole, wow. did some terminal things, and so. Damn. Did, they, yeah, they, yeah. did you guys, like, what was the deal for that, that you guys designed it? You guys got kind of played a little bit. It's not even <laughs> just played. No, just, I just didn't know the game. Yeah. It was. I was yeah. a kid, I was a kid that was happy with, wow, these guys are listening to these, what we These want. guys came back to like corporate and they're like, yo, you never believe it. These guys just gave us the design for a new mix. I mean, if I knew what time, <laughs> if, if I knew what time it was with R&D and, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I just didn't. Did you get free shit at least? Like of course, of course. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. we were, you know, they always flew us to Japan to always try out the new stuff. And wow. Oh, always, so there was they, a relationship. Yeah, we had a, we had a great relationship. We threw, you know, they, we threw it, they had events where we would showcase and do in-stores with the new stuff. Always ask for our opinions and yeah, it was, it was a great time. You know I mean, like just, Getting our, you know, just ha- making everything that we wanted to happen, they were able to design it and make it. That's fucking dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, like, what what happened to Vestex that they kind of got phased out? Is I rain? think they just well, no, I think they just never made. I could be wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong. I think Serato. Serato. Just d- 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 digital vinyl, DVS. I don't. They I don't think so because that, that's the one. That's the first mixer I wanted to get when I started DJing. But I came into the Serato era, but I still wanted that fucking. You still mixer. wanted Vesta. Yeah, I still wanted the old five. Or the yeah. 07. Oh no, of course, of course. I mean, you know, but the, the, I think the Rain Fifty Six was coming out shortly. Yeah. I, I mean, well, that that, that was the where well, that's where the apples and oranges came out. Like you could either get a 07 or a. 56, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I think the problem, or 50, oh yeah, or 52. I think the problem with Vestax and maybe the rain as well is that it, nothing was built for sound, like sound uh, quality. And that's where Pioneer just dominated. Yeah. That I they mean, created they're, they're, a mixer yeah. that that well, kind of prioritized sound a little bit and then it just sounded better at the time. I got with Pioneer, I got hip to Pioneer when they came out with the 909. Right when that mixer came out, I was like, "Oh God, finally, someone made a mixer with like that was stuff. Jazzy Jeff's like go to mixer." Yeah, straight same here. I hated. I just hated that touch. Screen, Is it that right? screen? Yeah, that was the one yeah. with the touch screen. Yeah, it was like an orange infrared touch but screen. The, yeah. But the, the up and downs, the switches, the line switches on that mixer were yeah. the best. Really? Yeah, honestly, that's the best on any mixer I've had for a, a, as a, as a line switch scratcher. Really? That nine oh nine was the shit because it was like it had, it had a flat head. S- Switch, mm-hmm. not the round ones that 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 Newmark had. Mm-hmm. It was a flat one, so you could actually it's treated like a fader. It's dope. If you still had that, you would use that now to this day. Yeah, I would. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I break out the eleven fifty just to kind of cut it up. I don't know if you if you see my IG on my IG, I'll I'll do a little like scratch scene, uh, scratch thing. I'll scratch it like with a regular scratch record. And God, just, bl- God bless you, shortcut. Oh man, <laughs> no, just I mean, just, you you keep all of these mixes and shit, man. Dude, have you seen my mixer? Like, I, I've seen it. Yeah, I've it's, seen just, it. it's just it's just fun to have. You know what I mean? Like, people collect figures and yeah, all that stuff, or like I, Nintendo consoles. Yeah, and yeah. Shit. yo, I, I get my mixers signed. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my shit. Like you know, be, just to that's just for me. <laughs> you didn't have an input on the S9 and that stuff when Jazzy Jeff was in that whole situation? The S9, not so much. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The S9. A little, yeah, a little bit of the S9 when it was during the NAM days. I mean, the, uh, right before it came out, like in 2014, 13? 15. 15. Well, it came out in 15. Mm-hmm. But 13 is like when the development was. Developed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And same thing with know. the S11. They, they would talk to us. Yeah. We, I, like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I come from the era where they didn't give a fuck. DJs like, we don't give a fuck what you want. Yeah, you had to settle for what was that radio shack? Well, yeah, you got to settle for what we can give you. 
Mm-hmm. They weren't even tripping off like I, I didn't know that Vestax was the first people to like in my opinion, listen to listen to the DJs. Yeah, I mean they were the first ones who did signature, really signature mixers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they had a Funk Master Flex mixer. They had a this DJ named DJ Tricks from That's the UK. Right. That's right. That I mean, was with, the first. With Gem- Gemini had the Flash mixer. Flash former. They didn't have yeah. a Flash mixer. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. They had the buttons, the two the two buttons, like yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. y'all <laughs> you just see it was like the Morse code button, like the beep, beep, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was not for help. <laughs> no, to me that was just one, one more thing to hook up. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, wait. It's true that I remember now because, like, Boogie Blind won the Vestax competition. Mm, uh-huh. I remember going to his crib and it was just Vestax shit just piled up everywhere. And uh-huh. it, it was true. Like, it, they dominated the 2000s so much in late 90s. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, wait, did you have a hand in other things? Like, did you help with like Beats by Dre? Did you help with that shit? Yeah, like yeah. the headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I was part of the R and D, like the the, the DJ t- roundtable for that. How is this happening? Just you being there? Yeah. Well, or well, they um, hitting you up? Well, were they? We heard you giving out free uh, well, ideas at well, well, <laughs> Vestax. <laughs> the word is Vestax. Well, well, you giving well, out free shit. Well, well, Monster Cable was in the Bay Area. Mm. Yeah, so that's okay. why that's how I was involved with that. And they hit you up. Yeah. So how does that happen? So wait, what, what did you have in hand? Like, what was what did you do for the? They give us the prototypes, pass it around. What do you like about it? I was flipping it over like, uh, this is cool. This ain't cool. Can you guys change this? Right. Yeah. But you know, and this is the original Beats by Dre one. Yeah, this is Beats by Dre. Wow. The monster. Yeah. Because Monster Cable is like five minutes from my house. So. <laughs> Damn. Down the down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket is so. It just. I mean, just so happens. You know what I'm saying? Good I, love, I, life, good. Uh, you know. No, no. I think it. <laughs> no. I think it's insane that you had a hand in all of these things and that it affected like. Everything, the industry, culture. Oh, and, thankful, you know, man. You know what I mean? I'm, it's crazy. You're like the little squirrel on Ice Age that just picks the most Pangea just happened. No, I, no, I think it's insane. Like, I'm thankful, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just to be able to... And you're very fucking humble. I'm about to say, um, you never really hear that much about it. Why is that? Like, I'm not going to put it on French Street like that. It's like, it's, respect. For, for me, it's more like, cool, the world has it. Mm-hmm. And if they know, they know. Yeah, motherfuckers who put her on front street have too much time on their hands. Yeah, yeah. He's this guy, he's, he's, he's too busy. He's yeah. too busy being in love and doing scratch <laughs> sessions for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> these these other single motherfuckers are the ones. They ain't got nothing else. They're to the do. ones doing like a selfie video, like yo, yo, y'all know I, I'm the one that created the first Vestax 05. Here it goes, right? <laughs> See. <laughs> Jesus, oh man, yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, man, it's, it was it's, just looking back on all that. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to experience and, you know, like just the development of certain things. Like especially the 05 was a big one for me because, yeah. like, I always said this. Let's say if the 05 was never made, would we, would we hear certain scratches the way we hear them now? Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe later, but like, we can't do a crab. Try doing a crab on a. That's right. It, try doing a crab on a, a, a stiff ass fucking a Newmark 1150. Was, you know what I'm that, saying? Like that was my first mix. <laughs> a Newmark. You know what I mean? But ass. certain things would not be be possible. Yeah. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I never thought of that. That yeah, the mixers really opened up everything. Like you know, like the different scratches and everything that we heard. Yeah, it's crazy. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, you know, especially like you know, would we still have to put? And this is the worst thing that I can't believe 
DJs are putting their faders, but WD forty or you know what I mean? Just oh, oh man, crazy shirts. Yeah, yeah, just dumb, dumb lubricants to inside the fader. But you know, that's what made the, that's what we thought that the fader would, yeah, need to sticker. make it for us to be doing these these scratches. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It works on the door. Fuck, <laughs> 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 wow, this is good. Yeah, it should work on the mix. <laughs> yeah, 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 it makes me go faster. Not necessarily on the yeah, exactly. Man. <laughs> so uh, I want to ask you to talk to you about one one last subject. And it's like, and really with turntablists, it's a big thing. It's mm. biting, mm. right? Okay. Recently, like, with, especially in the social media age, there's a recent thing that happened. Like, there's a DJ that did a, a party, and he did this very notable mix. And uh, I think the video went viral. Right? Yeah, it was. It a, did. It was yeah, the yeah. Vid, video went viral. And the everyone, mix went viral, too. It was a transition. It was like love and happiness. Al Green. You know, Al Green with the thunk. And then I think it was like, he double timed the and then went into 21 questions okay. 50 cent. spider tech did that at r&b and ribs yeah and you know it was a it was a live mix too as well but yeah, the, it's it was, it was caught on video the video was like big like i would say last year it was maybe maybe one of the biggest transition videos yeah of last year and it was yeah it, definitely from our votes people voted that like the mix of the year the best mix oh, of that's what they 2020 they voted spider tech's live mix at r&b and ribs the best mix of the year oh shit yeah Oh uh, yeah, it's Spice Tech. <laughs> and so, I think there was a recent video from Selection. I think there was a DJ Shaka Lion that did the exact same thing, hmm. and that's going viral now. Okay. Obviously, Selection is like a different, a completely different, you know, uh, following than R and B and Ribs. Right. You know, one is more regional, one is more like global and national. But um, I'm I'm kind of wondering when when situations like that happen. And I'm sure you've had routines and you've had transitions and people bid them. Done in front of me? Yeah. Done in front of you. Had in the a battle. To do, yeah, to in a do it in front of you. Well, I'll give you an example. So uh, I judged the battle in Belgium, uh, one of the ITFs in Belgium Yeah. in the 90s. Me and Babu were judging. There was two DJs who did our exact routines. Like He did Blind Alley and did my beatbox routine mm-hmm. in front of us. And the well, whole what is it homage or was it just kind of like well they, they did, did it. well they did it for it's a head to head battle but they're using our routines right and the crowd and the crowd was was looking at us as they were as these DJs were doing it mm-hmm. that's all I need to see right those that the people in the crowd the fact that they're just looking at us right that they know where it came from yeah you don't need to react I don't need to react yeah it's, that's I still believe, I feel like that's an unspoken thing between well, you guys well you know what it is it's I still believe that that whole uh, you know imitation is the best form of flat you know yeah but at the same time it's like social media world man you don't expect that it, it won't get out you know what i mean like, right so you know if you're well if you're ready to deal with the backlash that comes with that for knowing that you bit or something mm-hmm. then you know cool it's because priority if you could if you, if you could hang with the end with the, with the backlash but for me personally if someone bites my shit i must be doing something right for you to bite my shit you know what i mean like right. and that's yeah. the way i look at it but the but realistically you are are you pissed a little bit? Annoyed? Like, kind of like, I can't believe this motherfucker stole. They got a lot of nerve to steal a shit. Um, I, I, a little bit of that. I'd be like, wow. Like, if you, if you, you got balls, of, <laughs> yeah, if you got balls, but the last thing you want to do is react. You know what I'll do? I'll let people in the chat, uh, in the ch- in the comments react. But I want to know where it, I feel like you guys kind of talk and be like, never react when someone steals your shit. Yeah. But like New York, I know certain New York motherfuckers will point a motherfucker out and be yeah. like, "Yo, you stole right my off the bat, yeah. like one of the people I love, Boogie Blind, one oh, of my fucking my, my brother. Like yeah. I love him, love him too, but man. he will one hundred. Oh, he'll he'll, he'll speak. 
That's why I love that, Blind Man. That West Harlem will come out. Love, he'll come man, at you. I love Blind Man. Yeah. Blind will speak on it in a he'll heartbeat. He'll speak out. And he, yeah. he won't give a fuck. And he'll double down on it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like. He'll that's, do the claps and he'll do everything. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, for <laughs> me personally, I just more of like, I'll let the people in the Now that we have social media, and right. the video shows up, and I'll just let all the people in the comments like, oh, he bit that shirt from Shortcut. Right. And, but, here's but the video, you, and, here, and here's the video link for it. They, if that's all I got. You know, but you was the judge at this event that he bitch, he used your routine. Yes. So you probably fucking didn't vote for him. Oh, uh, absolutely not. Oh, but <laughs> And he should know why. Do you think he did it as a like, no, he, homage? He, yeah, I, I, so you have to consider this too. There's in other parts of the world where they don't think they don't understand that biting biting is not mm. the way to go. You have to consider that too. Right. Like they don't know the etiquette. Yeah, I mean, sure. Especially in like especially like in a different like especially in like Asia. They're, they're going off of what they see off the v, you know, the VHS at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Damn, this shit's dope. I need to get this shit down. Now, whether you think you can get away with it like Oh, I, I could get the same routine down, and I'm doing it in the battle. I should win. No, I mean, you know, that's for you to kind of figure out and learn from that. Because mm-hmm. if you learn, if you if you lose that round because I didn't vote for you, you should, you know, you'll know, you'll know after, yeah. you'll know why eventually. Somebody's you know gonna saying? tell you. So someone's gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny you bring up Asia because, like, when I've DJed in certain countries, they'll do something weird where they're like, they'll burn you. They'll play like the hits right oh. before. They'll play the hits right before you mm-hmm. get on. But they're not doing it to burn you. They're actually doing it to like impress you, impress you, so you or, they yeah. know. or that's what they know. Yeah, or just to be like, oh, look, like I can get down like you. Yeah. Like, look, like, and they're like, yo, respect. And I'm like, respect. You just burned the shit out of like what? You played the three hottest records <laughs> so, right before I got on. <laughs> but I had to learn that they did that as kind of like a, it's a weird way to pay homage, <clears throat> almost like. Oh, like, look, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm playing like the biggest records, like, right. like, like in your country, like, like you do, and I'm, I'm like, sure well, now are. I can't do this shit, like. Mm-hmm. But they, I don't think they see it from a perspective that they were burning me. Yeah, yeah. But they were kind of like, I, don't, I do you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but you've experienced that a little oh, bit. all the time. Because but it, but like, it's not like evil. It's not. It's, it's no, not malicious. There's, there's, no, there's no malicious intent at all. I mean, you have to consider consider this. Some of those opening DJs, that's what they know. Yeah, they don't know that. To play, to, 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 you know, you're, you're warming it up. So actually, play some recurrence or something that's, you know, I mean, that's not the hottest shit right at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But for me personally, like, I don't even trip off that just because, like, uh, like I'll tell you know, like certain DJs want to like, is there anything that you don't you won't want me to play? For me as a selector, I'm like, even though you burnt like the hottest records I did plan to play, I as a you know as the main dude, I, I should be able to find like shit that I could. Yeah, you can still find. You should be able yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I flew all the way out here. I got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. No, it's funny, like, you know, about the biting, it's funny. I, I remember there was a story of DJ AM. I remember when everyone was just, like, people, there were, like, a young generation of DJs that were just copying him. Mm-hmm. They were doing his Oasis mix. Mm-hmm. They were doing, like, all of these Journey mixes. Yep. And they were getting booked for, like, copying him but being, like, affordable. So they could, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think there was an email that like got kind of forwarded to him, and it was like another DJ, another young DJ that kind of got, you know, I don't know, he got a, a big residency or something happened where he got a big opportunity, and it was off of AM's mixes and AM stuff, and somehow it got CC to all these DJs, and it was like it was intended to like embarrass the, the DJ, the DJ. 
and to get a rise out of AM. And I think AM replied back very graciously, like, not very commendable. Yeah. But that's all he did. But I always thought, you know, when someone bites from you and takes from you, and if you don't know them, like, homies do it sometimes, right? Like, once in a while. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll take it or whatever. But I always thought, like, when you're someone like Four Color Zach or, like, one of these bigger DJs and there's all these other people kind of copying your shit and doing whatever, it kind of goes with, like, it kind of goes with the industry of well, because of being Territory. of being at the top. Yeah, well, you know, also, what you you, know, that means what he's doing is that is that influential. Right. You know I mean, like, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, to, to copy a blend or to, you know, to mimic a blend in public. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another thing, too, like, you know, there is that code, right? Like, you know, as far as like if you bite, like I said, if you're willing to take the backlash, once that shit goes viral on YouTube, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> Look at the comments and everyone shit on you for it, then go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, if you don't, and if you just had no idea that it would get that kind of reaction, you'll learn. But it's almost, it's almost the, uh, <laughs> it's almost the crowd's responsibility to check the yeah. DJ yeah. to a certain degree, right? Well, the crowd won't know. The average, well, like the DJs, the DJs, yeah, the DJs. Them. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, that's why now that we have YouTube, people will make it known. Like, DJs will they'll let it known. The, the most critical cats are the DJs who yeah. know what time it is, commenting on on that video. They'll let you know. They'll let everyone know. Shit, here's the fucking link to what what this guy's doing right now. What you guys are watching right now. I mean, they put it on social media. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram, so, Twitter. So, what's your advice though to a DJ that's like coming up with? you know, unique, they're putting a lot of work into the, their transitions. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not as big as Four Color Zach or like J.S. Spinoza or, or these other DJs or yeah. you or Melo D or any of these guys. Let's say you're an up-and-coming DJ. Yeah. But there's maybe older DJs stealing from you. As the younger DJ who just got their, their stuff, like if they felt that their shit got ripped off. Yeah. I would say like, you know, <laughs> of course you're gonna be, your first reaction is to be angry, angry right? right? Yeah. It was that dope enough for you to have to did what I just did. Mm-hmm. Again, it got it got popular being viral, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let the comments t- speak for itself. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way. Does I, I? That's what as a younger DJ, that's how I deal with it. Because that's a to- that's a totally if you know you know kind of situation. Because but why is that? Why why not call somebody out and point the finger? Do you think it creates bad politics? And it, it creates well, bad. Well, I mean, me personally, I'm not like that. Yeah. Because just because like, uh, what's the end game of that one? You know what I mean? Like, unless you're trying to, if you're trying to create some beef with the, with the other DJ or whatever, to me it's like, like, like for me, like I said, someone's took my shit before, and I'll just be like, all right, well, you know, let nature take, let, let, let nature, yeah, exactly, yeah. Let, let let it. That's just me. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm allergic to drama. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, <laughs> I just rather like, if, if I know that there's people out there who actually know where it actually came from yeah. originally. They know it's for me. Cool, but is that also a confidence in yourself, knowing that you can come up with more shit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's I think maybe that's why I'm really come up with. Uh, I'm really getting that. Like yeah. I'm gonna come up with some other shit. You'll probably bite that shit too. <laughs> I mean, if you right. if you bite it, cool. Like you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm at least I'm doing something that's someone actually wants to bite. Yeah. So you take it more as a compliment, yeah, and like, yeah. all right, absolutely. It's, can, it's hard because it's you like, keep this shit. I'm gonna do something greater. It's it's hard because initially you're watching someone kind of take your shit and they're and they're getting the praise and they're getting right. all the accolades and mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. and reward for something you created. Right. So it's tough. You gotta kinda take a L. 
and just I would you know I would even consider it taking an L. It's more of like I think it's like taking an L. Well, it's more to me. It's <laughs> you know what, you know what? to me it's more it's, it adds more fuel to your fire. If someone stole from me, I would be obviously I would be emotional about it. I'd be a little angry. Yeah, but I think I would approach it like you know what? Let me give everyone the benefit of the doubt that this dude created the the, the mix on by himself, and this was there was like no malice. And there was no theory involved. So I would actually take the high high road and just comment. I would be like, yo, I'd be like, yo, dope mix, you know, like kind of like this, like, you know. You're absolutely right. That's what I'm saying. I would me personally, I was just been quiet about it. Yeah. I've been, uh, and let and let everyone the, speak for comments. Or, or like what I do is I forward I forward the link to you guys and I'd be like, Are you you know, you guys need to say some shit right now and comment on Yeah, exactly. Cause of course coming for, it coming from you, if it comes from you, the person who got bit from, like then you You sound bitter. Yeah. Sound or just you know, I mean, you know, you have I mean, we all know that you have a right to be angry, but yeah. more of like to show that out to everyone out there you just gotta act like it doesn't bother you well you gotta act kind of like bigger like you're bigger than yeah all exactly right. yeah exactly right? Absolutely. whatever like I'm so like I, I have so many tricks in the bag yeah that's like, that ain't the only shit yeah but be sarcastic that's he, my he life laugh. so, so it's actually like it's an ego it's a bigger ego thing cause it's like if I show you that I'm pressed that means that I don't have anything left in my bag right where it's like this is like slight work yeah you guys take this shit and I'm gonna come up with more shit. Oh, oh there's yeah. more. There's yeah. more where that came from. There's more. And now, if you come up, and now if you take the second mix for me or the third mix, then I'll start seeing a pattern. Be yeah. like, yo, fam, yeah. come on. The first yeah. one was funny, right? Yeah. So now it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know it's a it's a tough situation, right? It, like I said, it also depends on the person. You know what I mean, if yeah, because there's there's cats out there who have who just who wear their heart on their sleeve. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah. But you could deal with it. A I'm not mad way. at that either. <laughs> but like, you know, honestly, I'm look. I think people need to get called out. But the the thing is you just don't know everyone's intentions. Yeah. So it's it's hard to like accuse motherfuckers 100% that they they're a thief and they stole something. Right. Mm-hmm. When honestly, I don't even know the person, and I don't even know what the fuck happened. So if I don't have all that information, I wouldn't make those accusations. Right. But if I do have the information, then I will make the accusation and I'll approach a motherfucker. Or 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 maybe I wouldn't do it on blast. I'd probably do Behind the scenes, like on like GM, yeah. hit him up. Like, like you motherfucker, <laughs> some like, shit. Like, like, what's up, man? <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty fucking familiar here. <laughs> like, how you been, fam? Yeah, yeah. You know what this is about. Oh, you know, I'm, you know, what I'm calling you right. Yeah, you know, you know exactly. What <laughs> you know, you're the fucked up, right? You know, you're the fucked up. Bitch. <laughs> Yo, uh, shortcut. Is is there anything we, you want to touch on? Pause. Is there anybody that you seen DJ or Scratch or whatever that? On the battle scene that you're like, oof, if I ever battle that person, that's going to be a long fucking day for me. Yeah, I already battled him. Who? Craze. Mm. Craze is the one? Oh, man. Yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's still my, my favorite. You know, we, we, we battled each other at the U.S. I mean, yo, like, I got second place to a bunch of, like, notable DJs, and I'm, 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 I'm at peace with it because, like, okay, I don't mind being second place at, like, noise. I was in the world champion, the last new music seminar in New York for mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. for the world championship, and it was me me against Noise in the final round. I know why I lost. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm okay with it. Like you know, Raider in the '94 USA. Man, Raider, Crazy. You know what I mean? Just flavor. He has a different flavor that I don't have, and I'm okay with that. You know I mean, and I learned from that. Now I know what to do for the next battle. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then with Craze, Craze just blew everybody out the water in my year. You know what I mean? And I I just I. 
and he's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just love that he's 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 like that. He's like he's my spirit animal if, as, as a battle DJ. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he says a shit that I I wish I could say, but I'm not like that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, he'll say it, and I love him for that. You know what I mean? That's why Crazy is my my man. <laughs> Crazy is a whole nut back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, he don't care. Know about it. <laughs> he's the ultimate b boy when it comes to to battling and DJing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he could back it up. Honestly, I still say that a lot of his routines that he does now would fuck a lot of people up hmm. because he still has that he has the best of both worlds where it's technical as shit but he still has flavor and he knows how to not overdo it but still be sick and still have that kind of you know what I mean and the way he comes off is like I'm the motherfucking man yeah, yeah. he claims the goat yeah he is I mean yo back to back to back championships come on man Like, so he's the MJ in the game absolutely mm -hmm. I think so Shout yo! Shout to Craze, man. Yeah, think of my brother Craze. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if there's anybody that will make you, you know, that's like your boogeyman. That you're like, oh, oh dude. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, I don't I haven't battled in so long, but I still get I, those times. I was always fucking scared. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh fuck, I hope I fuck, <laughs> hope I fucking kill it. You know what I mean? Like, and the last, the last battle that I actually had to battle, kind of. I don't know if you guys saw that Red Bull clash that I was in. Uh, you know the culture clash that they had. Oh yeah, the culture clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was in the, the San Francisco one, but that was like I wasn't even scratching. I was kind of like I, I was on some like party some sound, sound system yeah. style. I was on on the mic like it was us against like the house crew, um, Dirty Bird. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and we were going against like other crews, but you know, just to but just having that kind of DJ battle background. Mm -hmm. You know, there's still you still get those butterflies, right? That's that just kind of make you feel like oh shit. Yeah, even even before gig. I always even get before that yeah shit. yeah I, that's to this day that a little. you get that never <laughs> yeah once in a while yeah of Damn. course not once in a while <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's better than talking right there no no, no I mean me. yeah. if I'm feeling really sick or something <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I didn't have my French toast this morning my coffee wasn't warm enough in a way I feel like that you crazy I'll never right. feel like that I'm the best in the world Muhammad Ali gotta think like that man shit float like a butterfly scratch like a bee I mean sometimes you just you just when you're stepping into a situation of like a gig or you know or whatever a battle if you know what time if you already know what you're gonna come with you just know you know you feel it and yeah yeah so yeah for sure yeah man yo shortcut thank you for coming through man thank you, so thank you for having yes. me guys appreciate yeah. it yo it's been, been a pleasure it's an honor to have you on yes thank Definitely. you for having me yeah. thank you for Salud. the max tax yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, oh right. five man and rest in <laughs> peace Toshi <laughs> yeah man yo DJ shortcut thank you man having me on I, I would list all the crews that he's part of but god damn it it went from three crews to like seven <laughs> it, it, it kept going and going and going <laughs> when did it when would it stop <laughs> thanks for tuning into the road podcast don't forget every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms and every Thursday the video versions go up on our YouTube page please subscribe to our channel youtube.com slash road podcast and to find exclusive clips of the pod please visit youtube.com slash DJ City and we'll see you next Wednesday